The race to 5G is on, and the battle for talent is getting fierce. Welcome to 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, a podcast dedicated to helping you face the future workforce head on. Navigate this challenging talent landscape with innovative strategies to attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. Only here on 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, CEO of Broadstaff Talent Solutions. Hello and welcome to 5G Talent Talk. I am your host, Carrie Charles. And today I'm very excited about our guest, Kevin Schatzkamer. He is the Digital Transformation Officer of Telecom for Google. And not only that, but he was my very first guest on 5G Talent Talk. And how long ago was that, Kevin? It was about 14, 15 months ago. Wow. So uh, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you very much. Excited to be back. So one thing we really didn't talk about in our first episode that we did was your journey in telecom, in technology. How did you get from where you were to where you are now at Google? Yeah, uh, I'm happy to share the story, right? Because I've been uh, I've been doing this for a little over 20 years. So I actually started at Cisco Systems in uh, in around 1999 as an intern. Uh, the day I joined as an intern, my role was to help educate on technology related to mobile wireless networks. At the time, that was 2G, 2.5G, the first GPRS launches. And the reason that, that that was really an internal role initially, and it was focused initially internally because at the time, Cisco did not have a mobile wireless group. The mobile wireless group started on the first day that I joined as that intern. Flashback, and I like to say that, that at Cisco, I was the first hire into mobile and service provider as a business when it first started to be focused on. I was at Cisco for about 15 years in various different roles. When I left Cisco as a distinguished engineer for various programs that I did, obviously, I, you can go buy a couple of books that I published. I hold about 50 different patents for work in the mobile space. Uh, and I joined Brocade at that time around 2014 as CTO of their service provider and mobile strategy and business as well, which at the time I was the first hire for the service provider and mobile strategy there as well. <laughs> I was there for approximately two years, uh, did a number of acquisitions, companies like Ruckus Wireless and whatnot. And then I joined Dell as their first hire to focus on service providers specifically and led the service provider solutions group there for also uh, approximately four years before coming here to Google, where I cannot claim I was the first hire <laughs> for service provider, but certainly was one of the first as we've now taken a lens around uh, how does Google technology, especially Google cloud technology, play a core role in telecom transformation. So, Kevin, you have a common theme of first. You were the first guest on 5G Talent Talk, which I think is probably your biggest accomplishment in your life so far, right? I would agree. Um, <laughs> no, congratulations. What a journey. Well, talk about your role at Google a little bit. So at Google, we've been adding a number of resources uh, that align against strategic engagement to key customers and partners focused on large industry transformations. So in my role as digital transformation officer for telecom, my focus is extremely centered around telecom. I have peers who do similar things for the automotive industry who come out of the automotive industry. I have peers who do the same for aviation and come out of the aviation industry. I have peers who do the same for healthcare 
and financial services, again, all coming out of industry. Because as we kind of look at these large transformations that these industries are going through, if you notice the ones that I mentioned, there's a couple of common themes. They're 100 plus year old industries. So there's a lot of technical and organizational debt that's been built up over the years. They are heavily regulated, which means that there's bounds and ter- boundaries in terms of how far they can go in certain areas. Uh, and it was really important for Google to bring in expertise that understood and can bring credibility as well as experience to these large transformations to partner with these industry leaders to help them reinvent themselves, to help them reinvent their go-to-market opportunities, and to help them reinvent customer experiences. Hmm. So, Kevin, what would you say, uh, you know, when we're talking about 5G, and I know we talked about this before, and is the vision of 5G different than it was five years ago? I mean, we've we've been through COVID, we're still going through COVID, there's new technology, new solutions, a lot of things have changed. So is the vision different? I would say yes and no, right? I think the vision is largely the same in terms of how 5G can be verticalized and become valuable and useful to industries themselves, right? Edge computing plays a key role in that transformation of organizations to be able to get to a higher level of automation and more programmability around the network plays a key role in that. Being able to use data to deliver new customer experiences plays a role in that. So in that regard, I think 5G is still largely the same from a vision perspective. I think that we underestimated the complexity of getting to that vision, right? And not because the technology wasn't ready, but don't get me wrong, the technology wasn't ready. But fast forward, it's more than just technology that takes us down that journey, right? It's how do we transform sales organizations to be able to sell these vertical offerings and be able to align around industry expertise and bring value to those industries? It's how do we transform business development organizations and product management organizations to think vertical rather than horizontal platform? How do we help engineering teams inside of telecom with the skill sets they need to be data-driven, to be able to handle the higher degrees of automation, to be able to learn the skill sets needed for AI and feel comfortable that the decisions that AI will make are the same ones that the human interoperating with the network itself would have made. Uh, And then lastly, I think it's, you know, this new focus on customer experience across the board, right? How are they learning about the products and offerings that, that can be delivered over 5G? How are they getting access to it? right? If nothing else during COVID, the shift to digital supply chain has been massive. How are they buying and consuming that technology? And then how are they getting support? And how do you make that a unified customer experience from an end-to-end perspective? So, and Kevin, I know that you know this well, but another reason why the actual implementation of 5G and deployment of 5G is different than the vision because of workforce and people and our talent shortage. And I know we talked about that before, and I know that still exists, right? Yeah, no no doubt. I mean, the talent shortage hasn't changed. And I think there's, it's almost systemic in some ways, right? And it's systemic because there's just not enough talent coming out of college with the skill sets that are needed. It's systemic because those people who are coming out of college with the right skill sets are looking for experiences that aren't typically offered in a telecom organization. And I think it's systemic because those organizations have not been transforming as fast as they should, Mm -hmm. right? And I think we encounter this on a regular basis, right? 
when in today's world, I think we're becoming more comfortable as a society with moving before we have perfect information. And that organizations that are successful, especially startups, are the ones that are taking risks and making smart decisions about how to reduce risk through their entire implementation process rather than waiting for perfect market information before making a move within the industry. Telecom hasn't really achieved that just yet. Uh, And as a result of that, you kind of see a little bit of stagnation, a little bit of reticence to move as fast as needs to be as as the industry is moving or as as fast as the desire to move is. And I think that the net result of that is that when you're being pushed to move faster than your organizational processes allow, it's almost paralyzing. Right, right. And not only that, but the talent, the young talent and the people coming out of out of college, you know, they're looking at this and saying, I want to be with an organization that's innovative and moving forward in future. And that could be a distinct you know, challenge there when trying to recruit new talent. So I can see exactly what you're saying. When it comes to business, obviously, connectivity is a force that drives business and leaders have to make sure that it's done right. And again, in the right speed, like you were saying, because they have the vision or maybe they don't have the vision and they need you to help them with that. But how can enterprise leaders build for the future now and do it smart? Yeah, there's a lot of innovation and talent that exists inside of any large enterprise organization. I think the opportunity in in front of all of these organizations is to find those change agents, to latch on to those change agents, and to start small, right? Big organizational transformation starts with success points and really quick wins. And I think when I think about the transformation for any large enterprise, right, it starts with people, right? Technology is an enabler of what the people are trying to do. And I think that What you tend to find sometimes is that while there is this desire to transform, there is this desire to improve processes, there is this desire to get to the speed of industry today. The challenge in doing that right now is that processes and strategy don't actually align to it. Mm. So when you think about the vision of speed, what you tend to find is that when you latch on to those change agents, when you use the change agents to help accelerate transformation listen to them. They Mm -hmm. see where the processes slow them down. They see where the strategy doesn't actually align to the vision. And listening to those change agents, latching on to them, using them to get the proof points that this can be done has almost a snowball effect within a large organization. You know, speaking of uh, transformation in a large organization, let's talk about the service operators. What does digital transformation look like for service operators? Yeah, I think there's lots of different components to it. I think it starts with realizing that there's a growing set of opportunities to go to market differently, especially with 5G in the service provider space, right? We can look at the opportunities in various vertical industries. I mentioned a lot of them earlier. I mentioned healthcare. I mentioned agriculture technology, I think, aviation, transportation, logistics, manufacturing, uh, et cetera. All of those are industries that are looking for service providers to play a different kind of role and are looking for service provider support in their own transformations. So that's number one. Number two, I would say is that if you work backward from that and you look at the opportunities, there are either going to be opportunities to differentiate yourself where you're not currently differentiating yourself, or there are going to be opportunities to create markets that don't exist today. Mm. And it's important to understand the nuances between the two. 
right? Because some of them are innovating on incremental capabilities that you already have. Some of them are long-term innovations to divine things that don't exist. So the customer user journeys in those two particular instances look very different. So that's at the start of it, right? How do I use technology and how do I think about go to market? Second is people transformation and cultural transformation, right? I don't think that any large telecom or any large service provider would say that their culture is, is wrong, their culture is poor, their culture is, is not something that's near and dear and important to them. But how do you use that culture to start to drive transformation, to start to drive new strategy, to try to drive, to, to tr- drive innovation and start to turn innovation into a cultural asset versus a one-off implementation or process? Part of that is using data, right? Part of both of those are using data and understanding customer, understanding operations, understanding network, understanding vendor technology and whatnot, using data to drive decisions at a faster rate. Uh, And then lastly, uh, and I mentioned it a couple of times, maybe through here, understanding your customer user journey and customer experience is so important to getting transformation right, right? So having that maniacal focus on what is the customer experience that you want to deliver what is the customer experience that is expected? And what is the customer experience that you're currently delivering? will identify the gaps for how you accelerate innovation in the right ways. You know, there is so much in what you just said. I mean, I was looking for my pen so I could write it down. So I hope everyone is listening closely to all of these golden nuggets here for leaders. So how can, I know that, that monetization of 5G is something on everyone's mind, especially service providers. So how can telecom companies monetize 5G using the cloud? I think it's early days in thinking about these new monetization models, right? Uh, I think when you think about what the cloud brings, first and foremost, the cloud brings a robust set of resources that are really scaled into centralized locations. It brings robust network connectivity. It brings a really strong application developer ecosystem that has learned how to develop at a very rapid rate using well-understood APIs that make development easier. If we think about the next evolution of the cloud, the next evolution of the cloud is realizing that, first off, AI is increasingly important. And AI is not a tool that's really meant to be or could be used on-premise at a very efficient rate because of the amount of computing power that's needed to train models. That's number one. Number two, the cloud is becoming verticalized, right? So the same way that telecom and 5G is going after a set of vertical industries, so so is the cloud. And then number three, I look at it and I say that the next evolution of the cloud is also more real-time, more interactive, more driven by latency expectation because it's more business critical. And as Mm -hmm. a result of that, you see the cloud starting to decentralize And that decentralization looks strikingly like edge computing. So if we think about 5G and edge, it's that edge play is really in the intersection of telecom networks and cloud technologies. And it's an opportunity not just for telecom to use the cloud, but to partner with cloud providers to go explore what these new monetization models look like. Hmm. So there's data, data, data everywhere for telecom companies, service providers. I mean, how... What are the challenges that telecom companies are going to face with managing all of this data and analytics as we move toward this, you know, this uh, convergence and, you know, what you were just talking about with the virtualization and all of that? I mean, it sounds to me like this is going to be a massive problem soon. 
it's a massive problem now, Gary. <laughs> uh, and, and I think it's a massive problem for a couple of different reasons. Uh, it's a massive problem, one, because of regulation. I think that there's uncertainty in the telecom industry in terms of how they can use data to go drive new business opportunities and what regulatory, what regulation will allow them to do. Uh, number two, I think there's fragmentation and silo of data that happens. Uh, and it happens because data sits in lots of different operational systems, OSS systems, BSS systems, vendor network infrastructure, uh, in different operations teams inside of the telecom organization. So bringing that data together is, is a huge challenge right now. Number three, it's a top-down understanding that data is not a whole bunch of information that's useful to individual organizations, but data itself needs a strategy. It needs a strategy from understanding customer to understanding network, to understanding operations, to understanding services, to understanding systems, to understanding availability, kind of across the board. Understanding and gaining insights from data is a top-down strategy. And a lot of times, I think what happens in telecom is that the sales teams, the go-to-market teams, the product teams feel like they have enough data and try to jump from solving one problem to another with data, rather than having someone at a very senior level within a telecom organization thinking about data first as a strategy for all organizations. You know, this sounds like a, an amazing opportunity for professionals in the data world to enter into telecom. And I know that's happening now, but we're gonna see more and more of that in the future. And let's talk a little bit about workforce now. So how can, you know, telecom needs to build a workforce that can really lead the way in this converged era. Are the lines blurring between tech and telecom now when it comes to the workforce, or are we gonna see a lot more of that in the future? And then another question is, do telecom professionals need to be more tech savvy just to have a future? Yeah, I think there's a, probably a couple of different answers to that particular question. Uh, yes, I think they're converging now. I think that convergence is not nearly what we can expect to see in 10 years and 20 years and 30 years. And, and those boundaries are absolutely blurring. And you see that blurring in terms of watching technologies that were born in public cloud, technologies originally like Hadoop, like Kubernetes, like software-defined networking and other instances that are making their way into the telecom network, right? I think that there's always an aspect of telecom that is indeed new, unique, different from operating a public cloud, from operating a wide area network, from operating an enterprise IT organization or an IT network. And because of that, I think there's domain-specific knowledge that will always exist in telecom and a level of domain-specific processes that will always exist. However, what technology, what we've been seeing in cloud from a technology perspective is that the ability to abstract the domain-specific pieces is what's really important to enable automation, to enable programmability of the infrastructure. And those systems and means to handle that abstraction in telecom are actually the same as those that are used in public cloud. So I think the more you can apply domain knowledge and not reinvent the tooling, I think that's mm. the important piece. Mm. Interesting. So transferable skills will come into play here for sure as we upskill, reskill, and retool. You know, I have to ask you, can I see that hat in the background there? Because of it's, course. It's a... <laughs> I've been looking at it this whole time. All right, look at that. I love it. Now, did you get that when you first joined Google? I did. 
I did. All, I uh, all Googlers receive a Noogler hat during their first onboarding and training. That is great. That's great. I'm sure you're very proud of that. Kevin, thank you so much. This has been every time I talk to you, I learn so much and I know how busy you are. And I just want to say thank you for coming on the show today. It has been truly awesome. My pleasure. It's great. To and catch oh, up one, one other thing. So I always ask, obviously, there's people listening that are thinking, you know, where do I go to? Obviously, it's very obvious to where people go to look for jobs at Google. But do you have, a, you know, a website or a jobs page that you can mention or something where people can go to look at open jobs? Yeah. I, so what's really interesting and simple about Google is that you just have to Google it. If you Google Google <laughs> careers, you'll find your answer. Look at that. That, of course, of course, right? That's awesome. Kevin, thank you so much. Again, let's stay in touch. And I'd like to have you on again, maybe in another 15 or 20 months. So that's great. Thank you so much. You, you take care. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to another informative episode of 5G Talent Talk brought to you by RCR Wireless News, Telecom Careers, and Broadstaff Talent Solutions. As we advance into the future, we promise to bring you the resources you need to navigate this ever-changing landscape of 5G to help you attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. To access the show notes or leave a review, visit broadstaffglobal.com. Until next time.